welcome to the Leadership Notebook podcast, where we are building a culture of self-leadership within communities. My name is Emilia Musuma, and as always, I'm grateful you tuned in. Um, this is episode one of season one of the Leadership Notebook podcast, and the title of this episode is, Are You Leading Yourself or Are You Waiting to Be Led? And so what I'm going to do today is just give you a rundown on the concept of leading yourself or self-leadership. I actually prefer saying leading yourself because um, it's got a bit of energy and yeah, uh, self-leadership sounds a bit more passive. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you a rundown on the concept of leading yourself and I'll share three reasons why I think self-leadership is important. And in the end, I'm just going to give a guide on how you can know if you're doing a good job in leading yourself. Um, please do remember that your inputs, comments and reviews about this episode are welcome at leadershipnotebook2020 at gmail.com. Uh, in the format of a voice note or text. So fine. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate this episode and leave a comment. Yes. So let's dive right into it. Um, generally, the concept of leadership is, to, is associated with a position. It could be a position in the workplace or in the society. Um, Normally, you are a leader in the workplace if you are a manager, a supervisor, or an executive, or you have people reporting to you. And um, within societies, you are a leader if you are placed in a position of authority or influence. Uh, for example, if you are a counselor, if you are a mayor, or you are a pastor, a preacher, or a bishop, you know, whatever you call those spiritual leaders, um, yeah, so if you occupy those uh, positions, you'll be um, you are regarded leader. Uh, however, it has been found that if you want to achieve your goals in life, you should behave like a leader, irrespective of your position in 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 the society. And this is where the concept of leading yourself or self leadership comes in. And if you do a Google search right now using the keyword self-leadership, you, you'll get so many information. There are so many people who um, talk about it, you know, uh, about leadership. Um, but there's just one definition that I I have adopted, and it is by Andrew Bryant, who defines self-leadership as a practice of intentionally influencing your thinking, feelings, and actions towards your objectives. I like this definition for two reasons. One, it presents self-leadership as a practice, not a gift or a talent. Every time a skill or a form of a trade is presented as a gift or talent, a lot of people are alienated, you know, because we always feel inadequate. We feel like we don't qualify. We always feel like we don't have, you know, uh, a particular skill um but because he's using the word practice here he's basically saying that you can do it anybody can do it anybody can practice this and become good at it so you can become good in leading yourself secondly 
his definition focuses on the core aspects of being a human being because he mentions that this is when you serve leadership is when you intentionally influence three things your thinking feelings actions so we know that uh the mind holds our intellectual property that is where the thinking happens the body enables us to act and uh our souls uh carry our emotions you know our emotional capacity sits there this is where our history our perceptions our past experiences and our beliefs uh sit so for me to lead myself well i need to engage these three entities i need to engage my mind i need to engage my body and i need to engage my soul so it it then becomes important to direct control to manage your thinking and your emotions and your actions in your day-to-day activities and so and to be honest that we can pick up i can pick up how you are leading yourself by the way you think by the way you think i mean if you share your thoughts by you know the way you control yourself you know if you have to react in a particular way let's say you had to be angry but you decide to hold yourself and by the way you act you know how do you how do you act you know so that is how we see actually how that's how we can see where you are in terms of leading yourself so having said this thing and having realized that the 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 core of being a human being is actually involved in this um I'm just going to move into sharing with you the three reasons why I think then uh, this makes self leadership important number 1 I believe that um the more you practice self leadership the more you transform your abilities into skills and this is based on my belief that we are all born with abilities not skills and i i know that we we don't believe the same things but you probably believe something else but i really believe that we have abilities all of us have abilities and just to drive this um this idea through i want us to do an exercise so i'm going to ask you to take a blank page and a pen or a pencil we're going to do a bit of some freehand drawing. <laughs> yes, we're going to do that. I'm just going to give you 2 seconds to get your blank page and a pen. Okay? So now, in the middle of that page, draw a horizontal line of about 20 cm to the right, to your right. I'm doing this exercise as I'm talking to you right now. Yes, so draw a horizontal line of about 20 centimeter to your right. From where you stop, where your 20 centimeters uh, ends, draw a vertical line up of about 20 centimeter again. Obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying a vertical uh, line up because, yeah, but up, yes, up, not down, yes, okay. From where you stop, then draw a horizontal line to your left. As you can see, we have something that looks like a box already. So you can close it close it up by drawing another um, vertical 20 centimeter line to the bottom. It should go, it should end where you started. So we drew four 20 centimeter lines. We must have 
a square shape. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, mine does not look like a square. But we all know that a shape of equal sides is a square. So if your drawing is skewed, there are a couple of possibilities, which may include the following one. Uh, your hand was shaking as you were drawing because you don't have confidence in your drawing abilities. You don't think that you can draw. And a lot of us don't, so don't blame yourself. Second is that your eye probably has not been trained to see accurate estimations of measurements. Like you, you can't make, you can't look at uh, something and say, and provide accurate measurements of it because you have not been trained. Um, so you can't provide estimations of measurements without using an instrument like a ruler. So you can't say, okay, this could be about 15 centimeter by just looking at it. There are people who can, people who work with measurements every day, like people who, let's say tailors and people who build, they can tell you by just looking at a room, they will tell you, okay, this is a two by two meter or whatever they call a square meter a room or something like that. So you'd, yeah. So that's because you, it's, it's not your, it's not your country. <laughs> it's not, it's not your field. Like you, you don't work with this measurement. That's why it's, it, it, it's, your drawing is cute. You know, it's supposed to be a, a square. It should at least look like a triangle. If it really, look, if it looks like a, um, no, it should look like a rectangle. If it looks like a triangle, then that's a terrible drawing. Um, either way, what I'm just trying to show you there is that if you practice actually can become skillful. If you practice, you can actually draw a square that really looks like it has got equal sides without uh, an assistance of a measuring um, a measuring instrument. So self-leadership does that. It gives you an opportunity to practice your ability so that it can become a skill. The other reason why I think that self-leadership is important is because I believe that it creates a self-space for learning. Learning is not easy, guys, and learning makes us uncomfortable sometimes. It's not always comfortable. And um, for you to learn something, you first have to accept that you don't know. And we live in a world where sometimes when you accept that you don't know, you're ridiculed. And so, but if you keep it in your mind, like if you keep it in your mind that this is part of leading myself, you are able to do it without being worried about how people will respond. You are able to learn without being worried of the perceptions of people towards you. So for you to do this, for you to learn, you have to discard the idea of perfectionism. You have to discard the tendency of overly judging yourself. And you have to sort of like deal with the fear of being ridiculed for trying. You know, these three things must just, uh, they must just get out of, out of the house like you must just chase them out you know because you can learn while you're still thinking about what people would say you know while you still want to present a perfect picture of yourself you really you're robbing yourself if you do that so I think self-leadership actually because you focus on yourself you don't care about what people think you care about building yourself you know, so it, it becomes important and then it gives me the space because you know that you don't know, you don't claim that you know, you're learning. So you feel safe because you know that you are learning, you know. The third thing is that it guarantees continuous improvement. Um, 
there's no room for I was born this way when we speak of self-leadership. <laughs> you can't make those kind of claims that this is the way I am. This is who I am. I'm just like this. You can't change me. You know, this is the way I am. No. Self-leadership is about learning and unlearning, you know. And besides, I just want to share something with you. Life is like a wind. You cannot sail against it, you know. Um, the reality is that life changes directions without asking for your permission. Um, it can increase the speed and the force without considering your pace. And life will never negotiate timelines with you. You know, it's, it's just not going to say, oh, by this time the wind is going to be stronger. So, you know, build yourself up. No. Life happens with or without your permission. So it becomes very important that your body, your soul, and your mind is prepared to brace the wind. You know, the, the core of your being is prepared to, to brace the wind. Um, because things change and they can change rapidly. I mean, right now we live in a technology-ridden uh, environment where a whole lot of people's lives are going to be changed by changes in the technological space. You know, the way things used to be done has changed. So life happens and things change. So if you're not the kind of person who's always ready to change, always ready to improve himself or herself, then you're falling short in terms of, 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 of practicing self-leadership. And you really, really have to think about it. And having mentioned that, I just want to jump straight into how you can know if been if you've been doing a good job of leading yourself. And with that, I just want to say, from where I'm sitting is, it can be difficult for me to say, oh, I know how you've been doing. I can only um, know from people around me that I observe that they practice to some le- level, but they know the depth. But to some level, I can tell, okay, this person is practicing self-leadership. This person is leading himself or herself well, but... From where I'm sitting, I may not know about you if you're leading yourself well. Uh, and so, but I just want to to use these questions. I want you to use these questions as a guide. I'm going to give you the questions as a guide so that you can gauge how you fare in terms of leading yourself, you know. Um, the first question I would ask is, do you complain a lot? Uh, the second one is, do you always find something or someone other than yourself to blame? The third one is, do you make excuses for your lack of productivity or poor performance? The fourth one would be, do you expect others to do what you are failing to do? (laughs) This is interesting. The fifth one is, are you always finding fault in other people? Mm, A lot of us are like that. You know, we know how to point fingers. The sixth one is, do you know the areas of your life that needs to be worked on? I'm giving you the seventh one now. Do you have plans on how to achieve your goals in life? The eighth one that I think you should ask yourself is that, have you taken steps towards the achievement of your goals in life? And the last one is, do you have, do you always wait for other people to act, even in areas of your responsibility? So remember that these questions are just a guide, no pressure. Life is seasonal. I mean, um, it's possible that if I had asked you this question, let's say in the third quarter of 2019, 
you would have responded positively to all of them. But uh, 2020 had a rocky start and you tripped and don't really feel good about yourself. You don't feel good about your progress. You don't feel good about your performance. Like you're just feeling meh. Like you, you, you're feeling negative right now because it seems like nothing is going on. You're not sure if you'll ever get a job because, you know, companies are retrenching. It's been bad because of COVID-19, you know, seems like there's no hope. So your response right now to the questions above could be negative. And those questions are also not all inclusive. It's up to you to really dig within yourself so that you can see, you know. And, and the good thing about this exercise is that you don't have to tell anyone. It is you looking at yourself and asking yourself questions so that you can move forward, so that you can open yourself up to learn, so that you can up your game in when it comes to to lead to lead yourself so just give it a try and just ask yourself those those questions and um work on the responses and 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 see where they place you um yeah this is just about it for today and but before i leave i just want to remind you of the uh, five things that i think you know you must remember about this um episode uh number one is that self-leadership is a practice you do it over and over and over and over do it until you get it right Number two is that it requires that you engage your body, mind, and soul. And um, I'm going to expand on this as I do the other episodes. You'll get to understand what I mean and where your body comes in, where your mind comes in, where your soul comes in. You'll, you'll actually be able to, you know, fit in the puzzles. You'll be able to to do it, to, to identify, you know, where, where the body comes in, where the mind comes in, where the soul comes in when we speak of, of, of self-leadership. Um, self-leadership is also an important, an opportunity, rather, to learn and unlearn. Its goal is not perfectionism, but continuous improvement. So no, no pressure, no pressure at all. You must never feel like you're too old to start over or too young to start. Um or you don't qualify or anything of that sort, you know what, it's not about perfectionism, it's about becoming better. And last but not least, you need to lead yourself if you want to achieve your goals. So, yeah, that's just about it. So thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in today. As I said earlier, uh, and I think I mentioned this in episode zero as well, that the ability to learn is the essence of leading yourself. So do join me this Thursday as I talk about how you can always be in the learning mode. Um, don't forget that your inputs, comments, and reviews of this episode are appreciated and can be forwarded to Leadership Notebook 2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to also rate this episode and leave a comment. I would really appreciate that. Until next time, bye and thank you for listening.